Hello, and thanks for joining us today for a special edition of the Become Who You Are podcast as we meet people whose lives have been changed by St. John Paul II's teaching on the theology of the body. I'm Jack Rigard, your host, and we'll be right back with today's special guest. I'm excited to be getting real with Monsignor Brian Bransfield today. Monsignor Bransfield is a priest of the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, ordained in 1994. He serves as the General Secretary of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops in Washington, D.C. Prior to his service at the USCCB, Monsignor Bransfield served as a professor of moral theology on the faculty of St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Philadelphia. He's also served in parish ministry and a high school faculty member teaching freshmen in senior theology. Oh, good luck with that, Monsignor. We'll have to talk about that. He's an adjunct instructor at the School of Canon Law at the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C. His articles have appeared in America Magazine, our Sunday Visitor News, News Weekly, and Catechetical Leader. He's the author of a number of books. One is The Human Person, According to John Paul II, Living the Beatitudes, A Journey of Life in Christ, From Guilt to Gift, The Catholic Guide to Overcoming Internet Pornography, Meeting Christ, Meditations on the Word, and Life Everlasting, The Mystery and the Promise, and also co-authored a book with Archbishop Joseph Kurtz, Gift of Joy, The Blessing of the Child and the Wound. Monsignor, it sounds like you are a busy man. It's good to be with you. Welcome. Well, thank you, Jack. It's good to be with you and your listeners, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity to join you today. Well, thank you. And I, and I, and I mentioned to you right before we came on that one of my favorite uh, Theology of the Body books is yours, and so it's a pleasure. This is the first time I'm seeing you face-to-face here, uh, The Human Person According to John Paul II. But before we get to that, um, you're in D.C. now. I know that uh, that's where you're living, but you grew up where? In Philadelphia. Yes, I grew up in Philadelphia and uh, went to the seminary there at St. Charles Seminary. And uh, I'm a priest of the Archdiocese of Philadelphia and have done parish ministry there. So it's a great place and it's a good place to call home. Yeah. So tell tell us just a little bit about your family. Uh, I'm the youngest of five. My mom and dad have passed away. I'm the youngest of five. And growing up there in uh, Philadelphia was where I really felt the call to the priesthood, particularly at my parish church there, Immaculate Heart of Mary. And... uh, felt really connected through the Eucharist, especially through Mass, and felt the call of God through the example of the parish priests, and uh, that's where it all began. So I'm very, so, very grateful. So, yeah, so tell us just a little bit about that, because I'm always interested in that. So so the age uh, where you felt that, was it was it pretty natural, the, the, the Eucharist, the connection to the Eucharist, uh, Monsignor, and, and was somebody uh, in the family behind it, uh, besides the parish priests, uh, behind you know, uh, the... Yeah, it was it was very natural for me. My my mom went to daily mass, as did my father mm-hmm. when he could. We certainly went to Sunday mass as a family. My father would take me to the novena on Monday night, and so I saw my parents practice their faith in a very natural way, in a way that was centered on mass and going to church, mm-hmm. uh, praying the rosary, uh, and that really made an impact on me in, as a natural way of living everyday life, calling on God, prayers at night, grace before meals, all the natural ways, Bible stories, and hearing the lives of the saints. So 
but especially going to church together, either with my mom when I was very little, sometimes with my dad on the weekends, but certainly as a family. On and uh, and so you uh, you wrote a book in 2010. Was that the first book you uh, you wrote? The human the human person according to John Paul II. Yes, the human person according to John Paul II was my first book, and it was the one that really reflects the teaching of. St. Pope John Paul II is teaching on the theology of the body and his teaching on the human person, on creation. And I tried to do it in a very user-friendly way to explain uh, the concepts in St. John Paul II's teaching in a way that we can grasp in an easy, down-to-earth way, in a conversational way, just like you're having a conversation with somebody. So The Human Person, according to John Paul II, was my first book. Now tell me, or tell us, I, w- I should say, w- when were you first? Uh, when were you first introduced to TLB? Were you in, in seminary or before that? Well, it's really being uh, certainly in the seminary, but then uh, when I went, I'm a student of the Saint John of the Pope John Paul II Institute for Studies mm-hmm. on Marriage and Family, both in Rome and in Washington. I went, received my doctorate from there in 2005. So in a particular way at the Pontifical John Paul II Institute in going there in the year 2000 to 2005, that's when I had a very strong introduction. I had bought the the book in 1997 on the theology of the body and really couldn't understand it as well. Mm. That's why I was grateful for my time at the John Paul II Institute, but also for the ability to teach this and to learn it from the inside. And I've always seen the value of expressing it in a down-to-earth, user-friendly kind of way. And that's, that's the result is the human person, according to John Paul II, the book. So, yeah, so when you first picked it up and read it, uh, you, it, it, so tell me that you didn't connect right away then to it. it no, I didn't. Uh, and really, to tell the story about the Archibaldi, it has to be the story of St. John Paul II. Mm. Uh, I went with my mom in 1979 when uh, John Paul II had been pope for basically just about a year, and uh, he came to Philadelphia, and we went to his mass downtown in Philadelphia. Oh and I remember I was, I was in, uh, I think I was in seventh grade, and I remember seeing him from a, a bit of a distance and seeing him turn and go up the altar. And just the way he walked and the stride and, the, and his posture, it, it looked like a man who could really endure anything, and he showed us he could. And so he always, that posture always captured my eye. And we see it in his teaching, don't we? That uh, the human person, uh, the human being created in the image and likeness of God. And that's why I was so glad, you know, when I first picked it up in 1979, I found it difficult to understand. But I was able to spend five years at the Pontifical John Paul II Institute, both in Rome and here in Washington. And then my years teaching it at St. Charles uh, and that's what this book reflects, uh, how to understand John Paul II, his teaching and theology of the body in an everyday way. Yeah, and the beauty and the power in that, right? So that you were pre-Waltstein then, huh, with, with, the, uh, with the edition that you had. Probably. Yes, yes. I was the original 97 edition. I know the Daughters of St. Paul published it in three separate pieces. And uh, so what I did, I was able to to, to read it in these various, uh, this new one volume edition. And I thought it was me at first. I thought there's something <laughs> wrong with me. Yeah. I'm not getting this. Yes. I'm not understanding it. Uh, but it wasn't, you know, the work, 
you know, it's a strong presentation. He's a philosopher. He speaks from phenomenology and metaphysics. Yes. And really what it's meant for, it's meant for pastors, priests, educators, catechists to read it and to translate it. So really my book, The Human Person, according to John Paul II, is a step-by-step walk with John Paul II mm. to okay. go through it and to show the key concepts in a way we can internalize on an everyday kind of way. Yeah, so let's unpack that, uh, Monsignor, just a little bit, because uh, there's always an impetus uh, to write a book, and uh, you could have went in a lot of different places with this one. So was that the main idea is to say, look, this is an important teaching. I want the, the people in the pews and the, and the average day guy that's going to go out on his job, or, or is, is that kind of the, the idea behind it? Was, what, what else were you thinking about when you started to write that book? Because you... You have a, a kind of a neat approach. You, you've gone back like into the Industrial Revolution, right? You, these different revolutions right. that came up that changed uh, things. So t- tell us just a little bit about your thinking behind uh, the book. My thinking is to help people. Uh, the book, The Human Person, according to John Paul II, is, is a way to help a person in the parish uh, at any level to jump in, to step into, and walk along with John Paul II to say, how does this affect my everyday life? I ask the question along with John Paul II, what's the identity of the human person? Mm. What's the, what does it mean to be a human person? For my neighbor, for me, for my children, for my parents, you know, what, what's going on inside of me? And you know, our society tells us you are what you do. Uh, you are what you acquire. You are the pleasure you acquire. You are the amount of pleasure you, you acquire as quick as you can. And we see so many people suffering and hurt because of that, that I'm much more than what I do. I'm much more than what I acquire. I'm much more than the pleasure I'm able to get out of things. I am a gift. And that's what John Paul II tells us in his teaching. You are a gift. And he goes through scripture, St. Matthew's gospel, back to uh, Genesis through St. Paul. You are a gift. You are a gift. What does it mean to be a gift? And what I do is try to present that from circling around it, looking at it, showing how he presents it, and doing it in a way that breaks it down in bite-sized pieces for a person. Uh, That's what I do in The Human Person, according to John Paul II. Take what he did, and from my parish experience, to try to put it out in a layered way where people can internalize it over time and understand what this great saint is teaching us about our day. Yeah, we, were you able, and, and this is one of the biggest gifts I think it, it, it could bring us, right, when we're teaching young people too, were you able to utilize that uh, when you're teaching freshman and senior theology, uh, Monsignor? I was, yeah, I was certainly able to take it there uh, and and to begin to show that there's more to life than what is presented on television or from Hollywood uh, there's much more to life, and the person is a gift. And that was my main message, to, to really say, it: you are a gift. You are meant for more. You're not just what you do. You're not just what you acquire. You're not just all the fun you can have. It's a myth to think everybody's at a party every night, and that's what it is to be a success. You know, so yeah. many people go through life, yeah. and they think everybody else is a success, and I'm, uh, uh, and I'm, the, I'm the loser. I, I want to look. I want to feel on the inside the way other people look on the outside. And we go through so many years trying to fix ourselves. Mm. And, and the notion is, uh, no, you're a gift. You, you have what it takes. And, uh, and the beauty of God's grace shines through 
and John Paul II slows us down to look at it. And that's what this book, The Human Person, according to John Paul II, is meant to help us do. It's a handbook to see how I am a gift. Yeah, because we we have those 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 desires, right, to love and be loved. They're all in our hearts already. We have the essence. But until uh, Monsignor, I think that one of the biggest gifts, and you're expressing it here, but just to bring it out even even a little further, one of the biggest gifts is being able to articulate that, right? What's going on in my heart? To be able to put words to it. Uh, somehow, as we speak it, as we look, as, as we see, as we see, the, actually almost see the words we're speaking, it connects us into this larger story, right? This, the, the larger story of God's love for us, filling us so that we can become a gift. And, and, I, and it's so difficult for young people to get that connection today as I'm speaking to young people without, uh, this, uh, theolo- without theology of the body to be able to make that connection, that bridge between their desires that they feel to love and be loved and this desire to be a gift. But they, they end up being used, don't they? We, uh, you, you wrote a book on pornography. I mean, it's amazing uh, how twisted and distorted those desires can become unless we aim them at, in, in the right direction. Huh? Yeah, we have to really uh, allow the gift to emerge in our life, to be patient with ourselves, gentle with ourselves, to go to the grace of Christ. And, and that's really this book, The Human Person, according to John Paul II. It's, it's a way to step-by-step guide to sort of clean out and to get back to the basics of who we are, what it means to be a human person uh, through the grace of God, through the teaching of the church, the teaching of John Paul II, and and to help as as a way to, to walk through life, realizing not only I am, but others are also a gift. Yeah, so how about, how, how about the gift to your priesthood, Monsignor? Because the priest that I know uh, that are, are, you know, have been chaplains at the Theology of the Body Institute and have, te- have taught this. I mean, the gift in their own lives is, is, is huge. When you start to open up our, our desires uh, to, to God himself and to throw that open and, and, and be a natural state, chastity, celibacy, all those things start to take on a new light, don't they, through these teachings? They really do. To, to read the Theology of the Body, and, and I've quoted it here in the book, uh, The Human Person, according to John Paul II, in a way that really to help the person feel like they're seated, seated in a small circle with John Paul II, mm. uh, explaining it to them, going through it slowly with him in a way that gives us handles, handles on how to understand in an everyday way, user-friendly way, what John Paul II was teaching in the theology of the body. Not so that it becomes some idealistic lamb that I can't reach, but it becomes healing, it becomes energizing, a momentum is revealed that, that is close by and it is not far from me. I think that's, that's the message. Yeah, and, and you know, as I look back at, um, you know, the way we used to view marriage, even when I was a young boy growing up in Chicago, there was something very holy about two people being married. I remember looking up at the altar uh, when I was a young boy and watching, you know, relatives or friends of the family being being married. And uh, and I think this brings it back, right, that holiness of that institution and, and the understanding of that, because, you know, <laughs> you watch young people get married today. Uh, Monsignor, unfortunately, it's it's uh, I don't think, you know, uh, they have a clue sometimes, you know, what's going on at the altar. And I don't know how many how many couples do you think have you, have you married some couples over the years, Monsignor? I have, yes. I have. Yeah, 
And it's and it's it's a shame, right? If they if they really don't uh, understand the look at none of us really understood. You know, I've been married almost thirty eight years, Monsignor, and and trust me, I've I've learned a few things along the way that I didn't know when I first got married. But I did not have the beauty. I, I did not understand when I was standing at the altar there with my uh, bride to be. You know, with the with the crucifix behind me, with Jesus Christ hanging on the cross, giving his life to his bride. And uh, I didn't get that, right? But I'll tell you what happened, Monsignor, through this theology of the body. I have three children, six grandchildren now. And, and when my son, the second one, got married, he, he did know this. And his, 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 so did his uh, wife-to-be. And when they were at the altar, they, they looked up at that crucifix, you know? And, and, and they, they knew this connection, you know, between, you know, this is my body given for my bride, and my son knew that. You know, I don't know to the extent that you know that until after you're, you're, you've been a priest for a while, you've been married for a while, you know, you, we grow into this. But it was a gift that made me uh, a cry, it really made me cry, Monsignor. I mean, I, 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 somebody tapped me on the shoulder right before they take, took their vows, and I, and I had tears. I couldn't even answer them, you know. Mm. And, and it was this teaching that brought out that beauty, that power, that connection between the sign of marriage the sign of a, a of religious life and pointing directly at at Christ and that sacrifice on the cross. It was it's a beautiful thing. It is, you know. I whenever I prepared couples for marriage, you can see they're hungry for that. They're hungry for the more. They want to know more. The world really pressures us, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, from the earliest time that in order to be a person, you have to. You know, whoever makes the best grades, makes the most money, gets ahead, is number one, has the corner office, all that the world tells us will bring happiness. But we have example after example where it doesn't. Sometimes it brings the opposite. And for us, I think that's why John Paul II is so important, that he takes us slowly through Genesis, so slowly through Matthew's gospel, slowly through St. Paul. And he does it with the gentleness of a pastor and with the care of a teacher. And he explains to us, he rehabilitates us from the world, doesn't he? Mm, Without taking that's us That's a good way to put it, yeah. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't deny the world, and he doesn't escape. He doesn't say we all become monks or something, but he says even living within the world, even under persecution, and, you know, he was under very difficult persecution. Yes, he, he, didn't, he didn't come up with the theology of the body in some distant library or some think tank. He came up with it with married couples in Poland who were under mm. persecution. And then he said, you know, this, this is further. This is a beautiful revelation of Genesis on creation and on the beauty of uh, human sexuality, the beauty of marriage. And, and he plays it out in a way that makes you feel like you're just seated in a group listening to Carol Wojtyla, St. John Paul II, talk. That's the tone and the approach I take. In See, the that's a beautiful way to John do it Paul because II. you can almost put yourself on that in, in, in that mountain where he took those couples early on. You remember what he said, uh, Monsignor Esther? He started to talk to those couples, get to know those couples, uh, um, get to be friends with them. Uh, he said, I, you know, I came to love human love. I came right. to love right. human love, huh? Yeah. yeah. What a beautiful thing. And so it came out of that, that pastoral uh, cure for those couples. Uh, now, my understanding, of course, I don't know if this is just, uh, uh, you know, just hearsay, but I, I heard that all, all those couples that he knew when he was a uh, young priest, that none of them ever got divorced. I, have, have you ever heard oh, that? Okay. 
I, I don't know. I've not heard that, but but I wouldn't you know, be surprised though, right? They would have such a good running start, wouldn't they? Because uh, the the beauty with which he taught and the living example, you know, mm. uh, none of us can fully discern the shape, the the exact shape and contour that the cross will take in our lives, uh, but we know that God gives us the grace and the power and the humility to live that, to, yeah. to live in the form of the cross. And what a great pastor, St. John Paul II, to, to show us walking step by step. He delivered the Theology of the Body Address, uh, the Catechist, the Song Creation, every Wednesday in Rome that he was there and, and speaking to the crowd from you know, 1979 to 1984. And he goes so patiently through it. And he knows you can't rush or just publish it as a book. He expresses it with every fiber of his being. And he does it so early in his pontificate. He really sets a keynote with it. And it underscores everything else he does in his pontificate to, well, to say yeah, that you're the person. Yeah. Let me ask you this now with your the, the books that came afterwards, now that you said that with John Paul, you're you know, I mean, obviously he had love and responsibility as his philosophy. Then he puts his kind of his theology together, like you said, with his foundation with uh, TOB. And then he went on to, to, to talk about many, many things that all kind of wrapped into this. How about yourself? The first book you wrote was, was, uh, was The Human Person, but then you went on to write other books. Do, do, do they flow out of this uh, kind of foundational piece, Monsignor? They do. They do. This book would be the keynote. Then I wrote uh, Living the Beatitudes, A Journey mm. to Life in Christ. And Living the Beatitudes is my book for... How do we live the moral life as a spiritual life? How do you, you know, if we just help people hear the commandments, go live them. Well, that, that's like a clipboard approach and a, you know, a stopwatch approach. Mm. And, uh, but I, the notion is, how does Jesus transform us and give us the strength through the sacraments to live a life of virtue? That's mm. living the Beatitudes. Mm. It's, it, again, it's meant for a parish level, easy to understand, step by step. How do I internalize living a life uh, dedicated to God in, in every day and living the Beatitudes sort of as a ladder, the Beatitudes as a, as a staircase up to heaven. Uh, uh, yeah, that's living the Beatitudes. Then I wrote uh, Meeting Jesus Christ, Meditations on the Word, um, and that's really Bible stories, going through meditations on Scripture, an example of how to pray Lexio Divina, mm. how to pray mm. and meditate on the Scriptures in a way through select passages. So, uh, and then Life Everlasting, the Mystery and the Promise is about loss, is about grieving, about the four last things. Life Everlasting, the Mystery and the Promise. How, you know, what do we do when we encounter loss? Uh, and death of loved ones. Uh, how do we feel Christ close to us? So life everlasting, the mystery and the promise. So all of those works flow forth. Mm. And then, as you mentioned, uh, my work to, to look at today, what's so, so terrible is uh, internet pornography. So yes. you know, how do we uh, overcome uh, pornography addiction? And uh, that's my small book on that, to, to give people the tools to, to move away from that terrible scourge in their life. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Monsignor, we're going to start to wrap up now, but would you be willing at some point to come on again and talk about that book? Because uh, there's Certainly. no, there's no young people. And I can say this pretty, you know, I, I, I can't think of any exceptions that haven't been 
uh, it's somewhat, and I'm talking about people that speak with us and for us sometimes in their early 20s and, and maybe all the way to their early 30s that haven't had exposure to pornography. And some of them in a, in, uh, became addicted and were really, uh, it took them years to get out. I mean, these are good Catholic guys that didn't want anything to do with that, that fell into it by accident, but it has a powerful grip, uh, Monsignor, and it's a, a topic that uh, if we could unpack that in a way that could help young people, um, that would be awesome. Uh, in sure, I'd okay. always be very willing to do it and uh, very willing to participate. Well, thank you, Monsignor. Any any kind of uh, where, where can they purchase the book? Is still for sale. I know it's still the available, book is for right? Sale. It's certainly from Pauline Books and Media, the Daughters of Saint Paul. Any of their stores are at their site. Certainly, I believe it's on Amazon as well, and can certainly be ordered through bookstores. The Human Person, according to John Paul II. Well. God bless you, and, and Monsignor, I'm going to ask you, before you go, can you, can you be so kind as to give us a blessing, uh, those Certainly, of us that Jack. are listening uh, today? I'd be happy to. I'd oh, be happy to, you. Jack. Thank you. Thank so you. may Almighty God bring his blessing upon you and your families, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Monsignor, you're a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time, and uh, I look forward to connecting with you again. Thank you, Jack. I look forward to being in touch. Thanks for being with us. Bye-bye, Monsignor. Bye-bye.